Hello and welcome to Bell Direct from the Helm. My name is Grady Wolf and I'm market analyst at Bell Direct and I'm thrilled today to be joined by the CEO of Drone Shield, Oleg Vornik. Now Drone Shield has really come to the forefront of a lot of investors' minds in 2023 with rising geopolitical tensions around the world, especially with the war in Russia and Ukraine. And a lot of countries around the world are really reassessing their defence spend and strategies. Now Drone Shield provides AI-powered hardware and software solutions for protection against advanced threats, including drones and autonomous systems. Notably, Drone Shield has had a massive past 12 months, including contracts to the value of $11 million with two separate government agencies, a $2.2 million contract with the US Defence Department, a $2 million contract with the European Agency and a big contract just announced in very recent times worth $9.9 million. Oleg, thank you for joining me today. Let's first discuss the $9.9 million contract you literally just announced. Thank you, Grady. We announced $9.9 million contract with 5i Defence Agency, which followed on the $3.8 million contract that we have just completed with them. Uh, the new contract, much like the previous one, is a two-year R&D contract, which is really exciting for us because we get to lock in cash receipts for the next two years associated with the contract. Importantly, it's a fairly front-loaded contract, so four and a half million out of the 9.9 .9 will come in the current September and in the December quarter. And essentially, we get paid to continue developing our capability while delivering ready solutions to our important customer with this 5i country. For some of our investors who may not have heard about Drone Shield before, can you give us a quick overview of what the company does and what your products and hardware look like? Drone Shield detects and takes down drones used for nefarious applications. War in Ukraine has really highlighted the potential of drones in war situations, so drones being used in kamikaze-style attacks, del delivering artillery strikes, surveillance of the battlefield, cyber attacks and the like, but there are also plenty of non-military nefarious applications such as drones being used for terrorism, uh, for cyber attacks in more civilian situations, delivery contraband into prisons, wrecking havoc on airports because if a drone gets ingested into an engine of a plane that will take down the airliner. So it's quite a range of nefarious applications. We started about eight years ago and we developed a full suite of handheld vehicle-based and fixed side solutions to mitigate that threat with mostly government and critical infrastructure type customers. Now May and other months have been really significant for you in terms of closing out different contracts and ramping up operations. Given that we are now halfway through the year for Drone Shield as you operate on a calendar year, tell me where operations are at. We released a fairly high first quarter, so $7 million, which was our second highest uh, results so far and we are well on track as we mentioned to the market in our release for an all-time record quarter this June quarter just gone. Uh, so the, uh, the results are looking really high. In terms of the overall environment for the counter drone solutions, we're seeing record demand underscored by Ukraine events, but also generally as more drones take to the skies, more of them being used for nefarious applications. We are active in about 100 countries around the world and we're really seeing demand from all of the places where we operate across different market segments. Absolutely. And so geopolitical tensions, as I did mention earlier, they are rising. How much of this is weighing into operations at Drone Shield and has it driven kind of a massive awareness to the company? It certainly has. We're now seeing people understand that wars and conflict are a thing, um, but we're fortunate 
enough to live in a fairly long era since essentially World War II of no major wars, uh, no major direct wars involving uh, top governments around the world. So now we're seeing that you know, this kind of thing can happen. And also importantly, the drones are future of warfare. So in Ukraine, we're seeing both Ukrainians and Russians use drones extensively. We have been supporting Ukraine right since the start of the war with our equipment against the Russian drones. So off the back of that, not only in Ukraine, but everywhere else around the world, people are understanding that you need to fight the next war, not the last war, and drones are the way of the future. So you need both drones and counter drone equipment and nobody has nowhere near enough of both. Uh, so we're now starting to see these major acquisition programs of both drones and counter drone equipment in a lot of markets. US is by far our largest market, uh, and Australia is an important market for us as well as being here, but we're really seeing demand globally. Now we do have to address this question. Some investors believe that adding war-themed stocks to their portfolios somewhat encourages war. What is your response to this, and do you believe investing in war-themed stocks has a place in today's conditions in the market? It's a common question we get asked. Drone shield equipment does not hurt a human being or even in fact does not hurt a drone. It just safely puts it down. There are no negative side effects. All it does is saves human lives from drones being used for nefarious applications. So you think of it as protection as opposed to an offensive element. So because of that, we don't have same ESG concerns as some other defense companies do. Now, artificial intelligence is the theme of 2023. It's really driven the tech rally around the world. How has AI played into Drone Shield and does, how does it work in your operations? DroneShield started using artificial intelligence several years ago, well before it became as trendy thing as it is today. Yeah. What drove it was drones come in many thousands of varieties. So when we started years ago, we were doing manual libraries, trying to detect and defeat drone almost one by one. But the problem with that is thousands more come to skies every year and you just cannot do this manually. So we started progressing first towards machine learning and then true artificial intelligence couple of years ago is when we really started this. So AI to detect those fingerprints of drones, even if it's something that they never uh, something that we haven't seen before. Uh, AI for sensor fusion, so taking different feeds from say radio frequency sensors, radars, cameras, and fusing it into one. AI for the camera, image recognition, and image recognition for fast-moving dinner plate-sized object, which is what drone is actually very challenging. So we have developed that in conjunction with University of Technology Sydney and now fully commercialized the product. So we've been using now AI for years. And in fact, our revenue model consists of a couple of different parts. Hardware purchase is one element, but also we do quarterly software updates, which are AI driven, which we envisage to be larger and larger part of our total revenues over the next several years. We know the Australian Defence Review was recently announced. How has that impacted or supported your operations at Drone Shield? We're still, as everybody else, I think we're still figuring it out. Uh, it's important because for some time before the DSR was released, a lot of things were on hold. So now we're seeing implementation of the DSR and what it means. I believe we're going to see shift from large, exquisite platforms and I mean, those still all have a place and will continue having budget allocated to them, but also shift from spending on that into smaller platforms such as drones. And of course, the thesis for us is it's very important to have large platforms like submarines, tanks, etc. But 
As we see in Ukraine, small drones can easily detect and disable those things and you need protection against it. So smaller programs like Counter Drone that Drone Shield offers are able to make large exquisite platforms work as opposed to be taken down by $10,000 drone um, you know, versus a billion dollar submarine, for example. Absolutely. And so as I mentioned earlier, a lot of countries around the world are really ramping up their defense spend. How does this play into the outlook for Drone Shield? This is by far the best time to be a defense security company in the living history. Mm. We're seeing defense budgets being at record high everywhere around the world. As I mentioned, people are realizing wars are still a thing. So being a relatively mature company, so having had last eight years to scale up the team, develop the technology, embed ourselves into the markets commercially, really position us very well for the current environment. And now it's about taking advantage of it. So we completed a record capital raise in March this year, having raised $40 million through a placement and SPP, and have been deploying those funds to increase our inventory because urgent deployments are very important for a lot of our customers. They cannot wait three to six months. And also scaling the team to make sure that we can deliver both on the technology, the ops and the sales front. And talking about Outlook, what does 2024 and beyond look like for Drone Shield? We operate in December year-end, uh, so we're expecting by far record results this year compared to what already was record result last year. But then 24, we'd really expect to blossom from where we are into completely next phase because a lot of things with government contracts take some time. So what we're seeing now coming through the pipeline a lot of it will land this year, but much, much more will land next year uh, as well. So all the things like tenders progressing into actual acquisitions uh, and getting the technology ready for that. Now, our technology has been now in development for over eight years. They're mature products on, you know, with, in customer hands today. But we really think 24 will be a year where a lot of all the things we're putting together now will come to fruition. Absolutely. Well, Oleg Vornik, thank you for joining me today. You've heard it here from the helm. And if you're interested in learning more about Drone Shield, our analysts at Bell Potter actually cover Drone Shield. So you can hear more and we've got it from the helm as well. So thank you for joining us for this episode. My name is Grady Wolf, and I hope you have a wonderful day.